Youth ministry can be difficult, messy, and even awkward at times. This podcast is to help you embrace those moments better. Whether you're full-time, part-time, volunteer, or even a parent, we want to give practical tips to help unpack the weird and fringe moments dealing with youth. And now, here are your hosts for Embrace the Awkward podcast, DJ and Kyle. Welcome to episode 52 of the Embrace the Awkward podcast, where we have one goal in mind, and that is, of course... To eat as many tacos as possible and to help you handle awkward better. Kyle, how are you today? Good. Do you know what your name means? And we're gonna we're gonna break some barriers here because your real name is not DJ. Oh. Do you know what yours name actually means? And do you want to tell the listener here what your real name is? Like what DJ stands for? Yeah. No, I think it should be a guessing thing. <laughs> I think this should go on our Instagram and we'll give we'll give some kind of swag to not only the correct answer but also the most creative. Now you ask different people and there are actually two correct names for for DJ. One was created by an old bald friend of mine and the other is my on my birth certificate. I have been called a plethora of names that start with a D in my lifetime, so I really yes. kind of respond to a Don lot Johnson. Of different, yes, some more vulgar, <laughs> but um, so Don Johnson. For anyone listening, that's not correct, but that's a good guess. Yeah, that's from the eighties. One that's of my best reference. friends that I've known since like he was in fourth grade actually uh, got it wrong the other day, and I was kind of sad about that. Dudge Majesty. That's that was it. <laughs> yeah. So okay, um, because the reason why I'm saying that is. I always like this joke because it works great for me if someone else says, okay, do you know what your name is? And they're like, oh, it's, you know, John or, or whatever. Right. And, or like they, it's Jacob and it means liar, which actually that's true, just so you know. Oh. Jacob means liar um, or deceiver, technically. Wow. And then I say, and they go, oh, my name's Kyle. And I go, what's, and they ask, what's your name? And I said, well, it means fair and handsome. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, dude. So it's a perfect setup. But the reason why we're going over this is we're talking about naming your youth group. Ah, all right? there naming it your is. Youth group. That's connection. It's not just there because we're is. just egocentric, although that could happen as well. Yeah. Um, and so our previous episode, episode 51, we talked about should we change or should I change my youth group's name? And it's talking about uh, how do you know if this is the right choice on changing it? Uh, and today's episode, we are now moving into, yes, I've made that decision, and most likely you've met with your lead pastor and you got that approval, and now how to change your youth group's name. Right. All right. Now, we're very excited for this because we have a contest coming up. Um, and so we're launching this contest, okay? Um, if you're hearing this uh, after episode 51, you probably know what this contest is. Right. But we want to help you change your youth group's name right all right so do you want to go over the deets yeah so uh we're kind of giving a, a package if you will for rebranding your youth ministry um and basically what you're going to win is if you follow the steps that we'll get to in a second and go over again at the end of the episode 
Um, you win this contest, you will win a consult and rebrand of your youth ministry, which will include not only a new name, also a logo designed by a professional graphic designer, all for free. So the deal is, we're not just going to say, hey, we're going to name your youth group Fruit Loops. We're right. going to walk alongside you, help you come up with a, a great name that you can use and own and really hit the ground running with, and a professionally designed logo, all for free. Yeah, and so this is about a $350 value, um, but our professional uh, graphics person, her name is Chloe. She does an amazing job for Instagram and other things and a lot of T-shirts. She's going to help with that, but we're also going to use the steps we're going to go over today in exactly how to come up with your new rebrand for youth ministry. So it might still be using your church name. It might be something totally different. We're not going to pick the name for you. We're just going to help you do that. So it's only one church is going to win. Right. And here's what you got to do to win. First, you have to follow our page, ETA Podcast, on Instagram. So if you're listening to this and you're not already following us, I'd be surprised, maybe a little bit sad, but I recommend doing that as step number yeah, one. I'm going to hold my breath until you follow us. Go. That's your thing. Uh, number. Are you holding your breath still? Yes. Okay. Number two. Share this post and talk. <sighs> okay, they did it. <laughs> uh, share this post and tag us in it. So again, at the ETA podcast, um, tag the post on Instagram, share it on your story. Um, when you share it, make sure you tag us so we can actually see that you've shared it on your story. Third, yep. comment your youth ministry's current name. So maybe it's Friends Under Central Kansas First or Kentucky. Baptist or, Smith of Hayesville. Yeah, there's a. I had a friend that was at a church recently in... Um, Midlothian, Texas, and their, their church was Midlothian First Baptist Church, <laughs> and I just felt like, That's, and it was all their branding. It wasn't First Baptist Church; it was Midlothian. Midlothian. Yeah, it's what a fun word to say, Texas man. Yeah. Uh, also, number four, tag at least two student leaders from your youth ministry. So, two people who you've got serving with you in any capacity, and uh, you can get five more entries if you write an honest review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for us. So that's five more entries, a max of nine entries you can get. Yeah, so each thing that we shared, each thing you do gets you entered into the drawing, and then five more entries, but just by doing one, not five, one review. And you can can totally bash ETA Podcasts uh, for a review if you want. Yeah. but we also would love to read those, and we'll read them at our next podcast episode, and we'll send you a swag bag yep. uh, if we read one of your reviews. We sure will. All right? So rebrand your youth ministry contest happening now, and and you fo- have to follow us online um, on Instagram to know exactly when the date is, but it's coming up shortly. Right. So we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm DJ. I'm Kyle. And we are from the Embrace the Awkward podcast, where we have one goal, and that is to help you handle awkward better. We do this podcast because ministry can be awkward, right, Kyle? That's right. So and we uh, want to help you handle awkward better. Right. So check out our podcast anywhere you listen and consume podcasts, and check us out on Instagram at the ETA podcast, and we'll see you real soon. Man, I just love that sponsor. I'm super excited that we have sponsors now for our yeah. podcast. What yeah, do you think, DJ? Yeah, super awesome. I, you know, I... There's one of them I can just tell. I've never met these guys. Yeah, yeah. But the, obviously, we can hear their voices. I, I, just they sound great. One of them sounds really, really, <laughs> really, 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 really awesome. So I'm super excited. We're moved up, and we have our own sponsor now. Yeah. On this. A new echelon, new day. So let's get back to business. Yeah, right. So we're talking about uh, last episode. Again, we talked about should you change your youth group's name, and now maybe we've established that 
yes, my name was terrible, or maybe it's just older, maybe it's just naturally time for a change. And we're going to talk about some ways on how we should do that. So Kyle, kick us off here. Yeah, so let's answer some questions. First one. How are babies made? (laughs) Yeah. That's the next episode. Okay. <laughs> when should you change your name? So timing is a factor in this. So let's say you come in and this is the, the, the first thing you do. That's probably not the wisest thing. You might be trampling on uh, your previous youth workers' uh, legacy or something like that. Yeah. So it might take some time. So here's when it's like it's good to change it. When you're coming in and what you had before is toxic. Mm -hmm. It's a bad reputation in the community, bad reputation in the church. Um, the other thing is when you have a new vision or you've thought through and, and you're like, we're going in a new direction in that. That's what we talked about last episode is when God gave a new purpose to the people, especially in the old Testament, he gave a new name. Mm -hmm. Um, so, when you're ready, take your time, create some ownership, get the approval by your bosses, the lead pastor or whoever, um, and, and we'll talk about that. But this is something that now you've moved into it. You're six months in, you're a year in, and you're ready, you're ready to launch. So think back when you want to launch your name. Usually in the summertime, getting ready for the school year, that first part of that fall kickoff is a good time to start your name. So think six months back from that. So whenever you want to start a new name, January or the fall, six months back there should begin this process. Sure. So when I first started at my current church, we didn't really have a name. Lots of people referred to us by different things, uh, but there was just kind of different names over the years. And so I actually did not follow this rule, to be honest with you, Kyle. Yeah. I pretty much... Oh, I judged you from afar. I'm well aware. You usually (laughs) do. Um, But I pretty much from the start said, like, this is our name. This is what we're doing. Like, my first week there, I created an Instagram with the name because we didn't have an Instagram previously. Um, And so I did not do this, but our culture was in a place where I was able to do that. So you might be coming into a a ministry with a a very storied history with this name. Or you might be coming into a different setting. So I had a culture that kind of allowed it. So again, I wouldn't recommend it, but I did break this rule. If you don't know your current youth minister's name, then it's okay to maybe move forward <laughs> in that. But if you have established one, First Baptist Youth, then you that's a name. Whether you chose it or not, or whether any of the youth chose it, that's a name, and you need to be wise in how and when you change it. If it's on a t-shirt from the last three years, maybe, <laughs> yeah. or the last year. If it has you know. a logo, right. you have a name. Yep. <laughs> All right, next question. What do I name? And this is what we're talking about is what are you actually naming? Is it the entire student ministry? So First Baptist students, First Baptist youth, whatever, um, and it's all your programs and your Bible studies? Or is it do you have middle school and high school separate and you name each individual thing separately? So let's say you have middle school that meets on Wednesday nights. You're going to call that Ignite and you made a high school on Sunday nights, you're going to call that Igniter. Now, these two names are not real. Right. Uh, I always use Ignite as a name because I think it's one of the worst but also most common youth group names. Shout out you if your na- if your youth group name is Ignite. <laughs> yeah, no, I apologize. Um, so we happen to have a name for student ministry, uh, you know, um, something like First Baptist Church or First Baptist Students. That's our name, what we use on tax forms and things like that. Right. Or when we're talking about it's all students, middle school and high school. Uh, but we, any program. At all. Any so program, Sundays, Wednesdays, whatever programming right. at all. But we have individual programs that meet weekly. So we have, you know, if it's our Wednesday nights, it'll be Ignite. For Sunday nights, it's Igniter. Again, that's not a real names in that. Um, 
So we just use that because it's much better to brand mm -hmm. a single word like Ignite on a t-shirt than it is First Baptist students in that. So that's what we we do. So it's up to you and what you're naming. Just remember, you're talking about a logo. You're talking about common language. So if you never go by First, uh, First Baptist students, then you probably need a different name in right. that. Yep. Um, so let, let's kind of talk about what should you name your group to. Like, let's give some hints on how and what you think about when it comes to names before we share the process. Right. So have you ever met, maybe you saw a movie or you met someone who just like, they, I don't like my name or they start going by a different name, which actually is really pretty common now that yeah. people start going by different names. Yep. Um, and so what, what do you, what should you change your name to? That's a great question. Um, so first of all, you want something that um, your students and your leaders and your church actually likes, like something that can kind of roll off the tongue, um, you know, something yeah. something that people will use and like. If they don't like the name, they won't use it. They won't invite people to it. It's going to set a vibe before you even walk in the room based on the name sometimes. What do you think about acronyms? Hate them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hate them. I think yes, we, we say avoid acronyms. Acronyms are historically youth pastor's best friend. Yep. Um, absolutely hate them. Um, and so, um, so to remember that, I, that we hate acronyms, use this sweet acronym. Called, <laughs> no, uh, the next thing is that it needs to be accessible, easily understood. Um, so not a word that's hard to say, not a phrase that's hard to say. Your language should be easy and, and easy to recite. Um, if it's like an inside joke or like an insider phrase or something that happened on a trip that only eight people were on or something right. like that. And those people, or maybe it, a lot of people knew, but they graduated out. It just doesn't really work. Yep. Um, Avoid that. it's just not really temporary. So again, also know your audience. So choose a name that matches your age group. So for example, the older people's group in my current church is called prime timers. Okay. We would never in a million years call my group prime timers. However, I think that's an absolutely wonderful name. Yeah, for the older people, that's a great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, great name. So uh, another thing is definitely. I, I this is huge. Check Instagram and other social medias if your username, it maybe is taken or um, what you maybe need to change to if it is. So like I was blessed with when I created our TikTok, when I created our Instagram, our Facebook, there were no groups that were already existed on our name. Right. Which ours really isn't like an uncommon name or phrase or something. It's kind of like an, not initials, but it, it is. And it, uh, it actually came out really well that we were actually able to use it. In our previous episode, episode 51, we talked about, do you have something fancy or do you use what we call direct names, high school ministry, middle school ministry. But I guarantee you there's a million high school ministries on TikTok, Instagram. So if you choose that as your name, that's going to be uh, something more difficult, websites and, and usernames. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, next, this one also really big. Say the name out loud. Um, say it a lot yes. and have other people say it to you in different settings and call like your mom and your grandma and have them say it to you and see if they're weirded out by it, which they probably if, will because it's you. But. Yeah, right. If you pronounce something differently just because you're this is the way you talk or you have an accent or whatnot, Sometimes saying out the uh, name out loud, you're like, oh, that actually doesn't sound good as much as I see it. Right. Really weird technique here, but record yourself saying it and listen to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I recommended that I used to give music lessons, and that was one of my big things is like mm. record yourself playing and listen back to it. But truly, record it and listen back to it. And I know it's 
painful to listen to your own voice, but you can also hear someone <laughs> saying it, and it might not be as cool. You are told a joke, and you're like, that was way funnier yes, in my head. In it's my not head. just with jokes. It oh, can yes. be with all types of stuff. So Messages. Uh, try it out with a logo, or in your current logo. Maybe it needs a new logo. Maybe you're going to realize that, wow, I need a new name and a new logo. <laughs> um, but, you know, if your name sits on a logo and it's, you know, 40 characters long and you can't even fit it next to a logo. Right. That might, you know. If you use almost every letter of the alphabet, that might be too long a name. <laughs> right. Uh, next one, try to keep an outward focus name or something that won't scare um, unchurched people off. So any of the church words that end in shun, I yes. will tell you don't use. youth probably shouldn't be used. Yep. No, I would take out some of the shun words, T-I-O-N, so any I have of those. A, I had a church that was named Bless You Church. And I, I'm always thinking of sneezing. Yeah, I, right. I don't think of, of all I would anything think of. else. Yeah. So think about what would the secular world think of your name, not, oh, this is really cool because it means something so awesome and it's a Greek word that has this amazing meaning about Jesus and Someone how much he loves you. Papyrus font because it's a right. Greek word. No, focus on the unchurch as your target audience. Yeah. The last tip we're going to give in this part here for this question is use action-oriented words and think about the future. So... Things like encounter or shift, words that kind of have motion to Elevate. them. And so part of our church's um, kind of like phrase or motto or language is awa- is one of the words is awaken. And it, while it sounds like kind of a boring word at first, it really is a, is a word that kind of just creates something. So think about what the word is kind of meaning on its own. Something that creates motion will always be good. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go into a, the process. So how should you change your name? All right. Are you ready? Ready, DJ? No, hold on. (laughs) All right. Okay, I'm ready. This is not just the default. This is actually important. First, pray. All right? I know it's crazy. It's a radical idea, something you've never heard of before. Interesting. So pray, and here's what I say when we say pray. So pray through this process, starting off with prayer as an individual, but then also pray with your lead staff. Pray with other people who are going to be helping making this decision. I don't know if you want to uh, get all the youth together and start praying, because what tends to happen is praying turns into brainstorming, and you're not there yet. So what I'm saying is only the select people, um, you say, hey, could you pray through this, that you're ready and trusted before you get more people involved. So when I say pray, there's some intentionality there of who's praying, not just with you. Yep, definitely. Uh, second, get permission. So talk to your boss, your lead pastor, whoever's over you. Um, but don't just say, hey, I want to change my name, and I just need you to sign here. Um, share your thoughts and the why and get them involved in the name change. You want to get them on your team with this. So if they're saying no, then then you just shouldn't move forward at this time. Right. That means that you, there's still a possibility, but you haven't maybe given them a clearer picture on why this is doing it. Pro tip for anyone who's not aware, lead pastors, when youth pastors come up with an idea, if you don't give a really good why, they're not going to be on board. Yeah. It's just the truth of having youth and in front of And expecting them to be on board is difficult. Right. And I think an unrealistic expectation. Right. So you've got to come in with the why. Super important. Um, so get that approval, talk to your boss. You don't want to do any of these big changes without having that approval. And then third, 
Do research. So again, we've talked about this before, but we really want to make this clear because it's important. Go on social media sites and see what other youth ministries are doing. Come up with a list of names and other churches, what they're doing. Um, you can save posts on Instagram and TikTok and all the app screenshot stuff. Yeah. Have a running list of names that you like or maybe some reasons behind it. Like my bad, my toxic trait is all save like a note or I'll put in like a name or something, but then not why I like it or what I wanted it for. Yeah. So then I'm full of these notes that are like five finger discount. And I'm like, <laughs> where was I, mean? where was I going with it? <laughs> I had this great message written in my mind and then I wrote down five finger discount and nothing else. And I have no idea what that means. Yeah. And I probably, I've changed uh, multiple youth groups names over the years. And I, I bet I had a, a list of 20 names that I'm like, okay, I really like that. Um, and the reasons behind it. And it just was a Google Doc. Sure. Yeah. So number four. It is four. Um, yeah. I would say brainstorm. Okay. Okay. So this is now moving into. Wait, the- wait, wait, wait. Have you seen that 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 trend where there was like this toy and it'll say brainstorm or green needle? Yes. It what depends it on say? what you're reading. Yeah. What is it? So do you. you I can you read can it both. both. I yes. can hear both as well. I can hear both. Yeah. I can hear both. Has, have you guys. I'm a, I, I, it, it was everywhere. We're talking about a TikTok trend. Right. It was just like the black and gold or black and blue versus like, white and gold dress. Brainstorm. Yeah. And then it makes a thing, like some kind of a. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's get back. Rabbit. <laughs> so fourth. Uh, brainstorming. And so here's where you start bringing in your leadership and your student leadership team. So these are your core leaders, the people you trust the most. It doesn't necessarily mean all your small group leaders. You might not have a level of all your small group leaders are on board with your vision right now. So it's okay to be very selective. And then I would choose definitely have student leaders either at the first meeting or they come very early on in the process. Maybe you meet with your adults first. But whoever helps program, plan, you start meeting and you get together and then you basically have a brainstorming night. And when we say brainstorming, that means all ideas, all right, all ideas are on the table. There's no bad ideas, but that doesn't mean we're going to accept all ideas. And you just throw up on a whiteboard. Um, I would say the max in this room should be 10 people. Okay, you throw up on a whiteboard all the ideas you can possibly think of um, in this. And so here's how I do it. So I don't say, okay, what should our name youth group name be? That's not the opening question you, you want. I actually have several brainstorming things leading up to names. So the first question I ask my team, when you think of our youth ministry, what do you think of? What do you think about it? All right. And it could be good and bad. Um, so like, oh, fun. Um, boring messages or, or whatever it is, good and bad. And right. it's just this, and usually I tell you right now, it's, if it's the student leaders and the adult leaders and they're on board with you, it's not going to be all bad. No. <laughs> right. No. Um, you'll probably get a, quite a few hilarious answers right. in your, yeah. Yeah. So we see that and that's kind of our marker on saying, okay, what do we like? And so I collect the answers on the board. Then I ask after I, I do that for about five minutes, what do you want our youth ministry to become or accomplish five years from now? And it's a separate list. And so I just kind of say, okay, we might be really good at fun, but we, we struggle maybe with um, going deep in small group times or as a distraction or something like sure. that. So this isn't evaluating your youth ministry. What, what you're trying to do is you're trying to gear them towards a future thing. Like here's where we are reality-wise. Here's where we want to go. How does that name reflect our journey. 
that's the connection you want to go. So yeah. that leads to the last one. So I, I have them sometimes pray over uh, the, those two lists. I have them kind of dis- discuss a little bit. We kind of debrief. And then I start saying, okay, what names reflects our vision or our five-year goal, whatever, this connection, what we want to become? Sure. And so I have them write down as many names as possible. And usually they're bringing in names already to this meeting. Right. These are bad names, good these names. These people know these while you're bringing them in ahead of time? <clears throat> yeah, usually I say we're, that we're going to be naming our youth ministry. So okay. a lot of them have their names being brought in. Gotcha. But sometimes they're ready to fire and like, hey, this name is going to be awesome. And sure. no one else should be accepting names because right. this name is so awesome. How long before <laughs> that meeting are people aware that you're thinking about changing the name? Usually when I, you talk about a lot. Or? Yeah, it all depends on usually I say, hey, next month or hey, three weeks from now. We're going to have this meeting. I'm going to bring some pizza or some donuts in the, if it's in the morning. And this is what this is going to do. We're going to start naming our youth group. So they know it. And I said, do some research, look online, see what works, all that. And a lot of that was in our previous episode on what mm-hmm. I tell them what to sure. avoid, acronyms, things like that. So then uh, they have this third list, okay? So it's all the names they could possibly do. And um, you add your names, particularly add your names like the ones you've researched. But don't say, I like this one the best. You're, that's not what this is. You're just collecting as many names as possible. Mm-hmm. Then you take those names and you end the meeting and you say, go home and pray about those. And vote on five. And you have a second meeting. And you come back, and usually I have them sleep on it. Maybe it's a week later or something like that. And they they write down their top five, and then they give me their top five. Usually it's a text or an email. And then the second meeting, that's when I show, here's all the names based on the top five that were in there. But I don't really show this name was voted on the most. Sure. What I do is I just keep the top five. If they didn't get a vote, they're not on this list. And I say, these are the names. Which one do you think was the highest getter? And that's when we say, okay, let's start unpacking this. So you start kind of going over these brainstorming. Why do you like this? Oh, I really like that. Oh, I didn't know that that's what that meant mm-hmm. and, and all this. And so what you're doing is you're now narrowing them down, okay? So that leads us to number five, discuss and narrow. Right. So uh, when your leadership team comes back together, share those names, like you said, with a master list, talk about those top vote getters. Then discuss um, the names, what you will kind of want to keep on that list and what you want to drop. So through kind of this discussion a little bit, narrow it down to basically um, three names is what you're going to do. So As a group. Right? As a group, right. So if there's a name where somebody just hates it, um, it, it won't make it. If somebody can at least tolerate it or is okay with it, you want to have names that everyone likes or at least can tolerate. If there's names that people just do not like, doesn't pass. It's just going to have some division. It's um, otherwise, if they just like it, they can handle. I mean, whatever that has a chance of making it on, but don't make right. it something where it becomes a divisive issue. Yeah, you're choosing the top three as a group, so you do done another live vote or you have discussion. But these top three doesn't mean like we absolutely love these. You're like I'm okay or better with these top three, and all these lists. And you see, so you might have 15 names down to three. Right. Now you're at three, okay? So at this point, you're also going to do, again, more research. You want to make sure no youth groups uh, close to you have this name or are using a name that's yes. very close to it. Hop on social media and see what the usernames will be or look like. Maybe you have to add your area code to it or you have to add something else to, to maybe if that name is already taken. I mean, um, yeah, like on social for, media. First yeah. Baptist students. Taken everywhere. FBC oh, yeah. students, FBC students, FBC right. Stumin, FB, all of those things, you know. So, again, um, do a little bit of research. 
And again, in this step, before you move anywhere past this, take that list of those three names back to your boss, supervisor, pastor, whatever. Make sure that that list is good and approved with your leadership. Don't don't surprise them with anything. Yeah, so maybe they, they say, hey, this um, igniter name, uh, that that's too close to another church that's in our conference, and you're going to see them three times a year because that's in the same denomination or same conference or whatever. So you might have to drop that. So it might be four names, and one of them drops or whatnot. What you don't want to do is just just two. It's okay to put a third there if you could, because what you're going to do with them is very important. You're going to take these three names, and that leads us to step number six, an entire youth group vote. Yep. And it's so much better with three names than it is just two. Two could work. It's just it, it, it kind of doesn't fit the ideal scenario. So here's what you do. You, you actually take a night during youth group, and you share the process. You share, do not share the rejected names. That doesn't work, okay? <laughs> right. But you share the process on, um, you know, how you came to it, that you prayed through it, that your team got together, narrowed it down, and came up with these three names. The reason why you don't share rejected names is because you could easily uh, lose the crowd because they really like the one name you rejected, but you rejected it because there's another church down the road that has it or whatever else. Right. Um, they don't need to say the rejected names. Now, the other option, if somebody has the same name as you, is what you do is you get more powerful and you challenge them and then you <laughs> obliterate them just and kill you them. no longer have to worry about the matching name. So there's yeah. just a pro tip of advice. Right. It takes a couple years. Yep. <laughs> But you could do that. Um, name to uh, your youth group is to be named later. Pillaging, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. all types of stuff. So then you actually take a vote, and it should be anonymous. No raising of hands and all that. It's up to you if you want to have a discussion. I don't usually have a discussion at this time because then the very loud, abrasive people tend to dominate the very quiet people. So yep. I, I throw out the names and say, here's what we're going to do. You're going to vote. But it's not. you're not voting for one name. It could be paper or electronic ballot or ballot. Um, I wouldn't do it on social media. I think it's better to do it in person so it'll yeah. avoid social media one, although that's easier for us nowadays. Yeah. But now you have anyone voting on this, not just the youth group. So you really want the youth group. Um, and so what I would do is you rank them. So this is a ranking vote, not a single vote. Remember, there's three names. First place is five points. So you can say, okay, give five points to first place, or you could say first you can rank them one, two, three. Mm-hmm. One is the highest. However, you want to do this, but you're ranking five points to first place. Second place gets three points, and third place get one point. So there's not a single name that doesn't get a point. Then the highest point getter wins. It also avoids ties. Uh, I've never seen it where it's a ranking vote system where there's a tie. Right. And usually there's one who dominates because it's either first or second in people's minds. Right. Yep. And um, so if there's a lot of third place, they don't win. Um, so that's what I do. Uh, so then that could be that week and you can announce it the next week or you can announce it live there. That's kind of up to you based on what would do well for your group. What I usually do is I wait because there's anticipation. So I say, we're going to announce the name in a few weeks. Okay. Um, but I usually give a teaser. It's not this one. So one week I say, okay, it's not this one. And it's down to the other two. Right. But when I announce it, I usually have a logo and all that. So that leads us to number seven. So last one. Once you've got a winning vote, um, you've got one that works and you have a logo or at least a few mock-ups of your new name, take the logo ideas to that, you know, that kind of group you gathered in the beginning, get their thoughts. Um, you've got that name. 
have an announcement party and celebrate the accomplishment. Go all out with new advertising. Totally. Um, you know, maybe you're you're slapping that new logo on every type of promotional thing that exists. Yeah. T-shirts, T-shirts frisbees, fr- uh, sunglasses, stickers. Right. I mean, maybe you even create, even if it's for just for a short time, a new page on your website or something that is, you know, talking about a place to anywhere you can just get this logo out there, this new name out there, and show it off and get people to know. It. I love the idea of like temporary tattoos. <laughs> nice. I mean, imagine it. You know, a student that has like third, the one that always puts like them all over their face and arms and stuff. Yeah, if you're Pentecostal, they, get a real tattoo. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> maybe even on stage, some people might not. Yeah, love do that it live. Idea, but, I'm sure. Sure, your elders won't have a problem with yeah, that. Yeah, no, not at all. But yeah, don't forget t-shirts. Seriously, it's a cost, again, but giving everyone a free shirt with your new name and logo on it is going to go miles for you. Yeah. So here's the thing. You want it to go big, and you want it to, because the bigger you go, it also helps with the unity factor, mm-hmm. because they forget what was second place or third place like they didn't win. So when you announce it, it's a big celebration. You don't say... Well, the vote was really close, and a lot of people love this one, but right. we chose this. Like, no, the others don't exist now. Right. This is who you are. You are forming your identity, and you want to have a great first impression. Yeah. So get the people excited, and I guarantee you, if you're excited and you make this special, they're not going to worry about, oh, man, I voted for this one, especially if it's not that same night. Yeah, and if you gave them a free T-shirt. Yes, Yes. So, hey, so maybe you're sitting here and you're going, okay, this is a little overwhelming. This is a lot of stuff to do. We're, you know, maybe in a month's process we're looking at. What what now? Well, guess what? We talked about this a little bit at the beginning. We're running a contest. We want to help you out. We want to help you do it, basically, is the whole entire point. So, if you hate the idea of sitting down with a team for a long process, and not that it won't be a process, but we recommend still having a team and helping and having that team go through the process with you. Yes. But we want to help you on this process for rebranding your youth ministry. Um, and so this drawing is going to, basically you're going to win a consult and a rebrand of your youth ministry, including a new name, new logo designed by a professional graphic designer. All of this will be free as we walk alongside you to help you make an, a new um, the great name and yeah. logo. So this is a $350 value that we're going to help you come up with a name and design the logo for it. So you can use it on social media, you can use it on t-shirts, whatever you want. We want to help out one single church to do this, but we it's going to be a competition. You're going to have to have some effort to uh, get into this drawing. So there's five ways to win. What are those ways to win, DJ? So one, follow at the ETA podcast on Instagram. B, share this post and tag us in it. Uh, So when you share the post, make sure you tag it on the story. Yes. Part three, comment (laughs) your youth ministry's current name. So whatever your name currently is, whether it's good or bad, we won't mock you for it. But, well, we might mock you for it. We're going to make a post about, yeah, yeah. We're going to make a post on rebranding your youth ministry, okay? Um, And that's where you make that comment on. Right. Is that post. Quattro, tag two students. You realize that pause? It's because I, I had to count to four. You're like, what is four in Spanish? <laughs> Quattro, tag two student leaders in your current youth ministry. So two people who are serving with you week in, week out in those trenches. Tag those people. They're some of the best people on the whole entire world. Uh, and lastly, you can get five more entries. If you write an honest review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for this podcast. So honest doesn't mean wonderful. We hope you love this podcast. We right. hope we've got some great tips and tricks for you, but maybe you absolutely hate Kyle and I would understand. Yes. But if you could just be honest with that and open with us, we would love that. Yeah, that's that's really fine. Well, and so that's for five more entries. So a total of nine entries per church. 
Yeah. Um, that And so you can do nine entries of that. We're going to do a drawing a few weeks after our initial Instagram post, and then we'll announce the winners, and then we'll work with that church to go through their naming process. Um, now, here's the thing. Just by making a, a, a review on Apple or Spotify or somewhere else that you listen to your podcast, um, we might even read that on air and send you a swag bag. Right. Yep. And yeah, it'll be I know DJ of, hates the word swag, so that's I why I always use the it. word swag. Swag bag. Yeah, I even saw you use it recently where you put a period in between yeah. each letter of swag <laughs> to make it known that it's an acronym, which you hate acronyms. I so. know. Anyway, why you may be wondering yourself, why are we doing this type of contest? Because we want to help you handle the awkward parts of ministry better. And yes, a new name can be extremely awkward trying yes. to go through that process if you're not prepared for it. We want to help you handle awkward better. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode. And thanks for being our friend. We'll see you next time. Swag back.